Josh, stop that. <laughs> Hello, friends, and welcome to the Original Gamers Podcast. My name is Obi Watt Kenobi, or Joel Watt. I'm so used to saying my internet name, that's weird. Anyway, um, I'm joined as always by Nolan Brand. Say hello. Nolan Brand. Hey, everybody. Sorry. I <laughs> it's okay. I Wait, apologize. Hold on. No worries. I thought he was a brown. I am a brown. Yes. I probably not mispronounced his name just now because I'm that's a fine. professional. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. Anyway, and uh, joining us today in Patrick's stead is Josh Adi, the Darman. Say hello. Hello, I'm the Darman. Yes. So um, today we're going to be talking about Portal, but before we get into that, let's see how everyone has been doing. Nolan, how's your week been? Or no, wait, let's start with our guest, Josh. Oh my gosh, we had extra life this weekend. Yeah, uh, which you both participated in. Yes. Yeah, uh, starting back in September with the Rarathon. Yeah, uh, we ended yeah. up at. Hold on, I'm pulling it up now. 50? We hit. We were really close last time. Earlier, like this uh, this afternoon, I was watching Jimmy stream. I checked it. It was 350 back then. Uh, was it? Yep, 350 total. 350 yeah. out of 500, and that is incredible. Uh, yeah. Again, shout-outs to any and all of the participating donors. You guys are what made that happen. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, after a long week of work, I had a long weekend of streaming, and then uh, today I went and saw Thor Ragnarok. Nice. Uh, yeah, it was great. Um, cool. My only, I, I had one complaint, and this isn't a spoiler, but... I wasn't expecting Guardians of the Galaxy Asgard Edition. Yeah, I heard somebody call it Asgardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> that, that's that's an accurate statement. Yeah, and that's that's all I'll say about it. The okay. Movie opens with a joke, like the first line in the movie is a joke. Yep. <laughs> yep. It's that threw me off really hard, especially yeah. when like it's one thing. Thor not getting the social cues of the different places, but now he's like a full-blooded, red-blooded American. Like, yeah. All right. After his his multiple trips to Earth, apparently he's he's like totally embraced the culture and is silly and everything. I don't know if it has anything to do with like I know at the end of Doctor Strange, 
he was talking to him. So maybe just been hanging out with Steven. Yeah, Strange, they, they totally incorporated that into the story. That, that's yeah. He that's, already being that's probably it. before that. It's canon. Yeah, it's canon. <laughs> it's not just a short stop. Uh, or the what do they call those? The filler episodes. No, 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 no. There's a, a one-off the tag at the end of the films when they do the oh the, the setup scene. Yeah, the um, there's a gag. word for those. Yeah. It's not just a gag. What's that, the, that, that's gonna bother me? Stinger. Where? That's what it's called. A oh, stinger. stinger. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm not a film major, but I know a lot of those things. Yes. <laughs> yeah, those stingers. Uh, just and the stinger for this one was kind of unsettling but yeah, i can't i can't talk about it because it's like still so really have <sighs> so yeah that's my weekend and i'm getting ready to go to bed wake up at 6 a.m and repeat another week of work fun fun yeah so how are you guys yeah nolan how have you been um well let's see I mean, this weekend was really cool, but it wrecked my sleep schedule so much. Like, yeah. So that was that was rough. And then uh, this morning, I was doing tech at church, so I had to be up early anyways. I mean, thankfully, there was that extra hour, but I'm like, all day, I've just been like on the verge of falling asleep. Welcome to every Sunday for me. Yeah, I <laughs> know. Whoa, hold up. Joel, what is what is that voice? Can, can, can you do I, that I leaned into the mic and I and I just like kind of No, no. You have the like beautiful the radio voice. Oh, you see. ASMR. Oh, the original Gamers podcast. <laughs> yeah, I need I, okay, so now we need two episodes of Hey, welcome. This is Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah. No, Super Mario Odyssey. You are not the first person to tell me that I've got a pretty good radio voice. So well, it reminds this is me. Why I, I like I to just, do podcasts. <laughs> yeah. I, we, I, this brings me back to a flashback. Like eight months ago, Patty and I sat down for a podcast, and uh, we opened up like this, and we couldn't figure out why we were ah. trying to talk like uh, Delilah. Did that give you shivers right there? Yeah, yes, I did not like that at all. <laughs> Welcome to my high quality learning. <laughs> There's something about this town. Yeah, no, no, please no. <laughs> but Joel, it induces just the right reaction. I, I'm not enjoying the timber. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Is this making you uncomfortable? You can leave now. <laughs> Bye. But <laughs> uh, well, how are you, Joel? Oh, thank you for asking. Um, so, wait, did Nolan ever finish how he was sit feeling, doing? His sleep what schedule was wrecked. I mean, yeah, I'm just kind of, my sleep schedule got wrecked. I don't know what, what happened this week. Yeah, um, it's been two weeks since we last had a podcast, so, like, what oh. have you been up to? Well, I mean, the only real thing is, like, uh, obviously Halloween happened, right? Oh, yeah. Um, okay. And I'm sure people saw pictures and I posted already, but... uh. At work on Tuesdays, we have Science Day, which I kind of am in charge in, in charge in, in charge of, and it you know happened to be Halloween on Tuesday, so I thought I'd do something interesting. So, with my boss's permission, I bought some dry ice and just did some cool stuff with that. 
like uh, you know, dropping it in a bowl with some water and just having it like like doing this, which the kids got a kick out of. And then I uh I put um had some dry ice in a cooler and I put some apples underneath it and just let them like be completely frozen, like completely. And then like threw some on the concrete and it just shattered like glass, which was like which was pretty cool. I mean it's it doesn't sound sounds kind of dumb, but it was really cool to see and they got a kick out of it and then I was just Man. messing around with that. That reminds me of going back on uh, YouTube when Slow Mo Guys was the thing to watch. Yeah. Um, had, seeing things dipped in like liquid nitrogen or anything like that where you super freeze something and just crunch. Just you wouldn't think it should crunch like that, but no. it do. But it does. So. And that's why I dry ice because I couldn't get liquid nitrogen. So you know. <laughs> It's Surprisingly, it's, it's, it's poor man's science. Yeah, no. it exactly. It's, it's good. So. You, you still need to be over twenty-one to get li liquid nitrogen, as far as I know, but it's harder to obtain. And it's incredibly expensive. Yeah, oh yeah, that's the main thing. Like buying the dry ice that I did was already expensive enough. Like I bought like thirty bucks worth of dry ice. That's a lot but of dry had, ice. <laughs> it was not as much as I was expecting, though. It was really just like it's it's about a dollar a pound, isn't it? Uh, they're about, and I didn't realize, like I said, Hey, can I get two of those bags? And there wasn't much there. So I didn't think it was gonna be much. Then like, she's ringing me up and I'm like, Oh, well, I'll find a purpose. <laughs> yeah. so. Price of dry ice ranges anywhere from a dollar to $3 per pound. Yeah. Thanks Google. Yeah. It was, I mean, like where I got it, it was about, I think it was like one twenty a pound. Yeah. So it wasn't terrible. I mean, I got a decent amount, but I still made use of it because I brought it home and used it at home. So cool, cool. Well, Speaking of Halloween, uh, my fiance actually uh, made her own costume. I'm trying to figure out here. Let's do this one. Uh, you know, screen share with us. Yeah, she did this all by hand by herself. I think. Yeah, oh, I think oh. you should be able to see it. Mm -hmm. Talk. Talk? I'm talking. Hello? She Miss Marvel? She is Miss Marvel. Okay. The real con edition. Cool. Very cool. Yeah, the picture yeah. doesn't show up unless you talk. What? Then, yeah. Oh, I gotta talk to... Well, if whoever is uh, hosting the thing, you can click on each window. Oh, uh, yeah. It. Then it doesn't automatically switch anymore. It does if you unclick them. Oh, I, okay. I could never get that to work before, but maybe they fixed it. Anyway. <laughs> Google's best engineers are on the case. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so I was going to screen share with you my Halloween costume. <gasps> Were you Jesus again? No. Oh, no, he was better. The millennial. So yeah. I'm wearing a romper, and I've got a fake vape in my hand. And a fidget I... spinner. And a fidget spinner, and a, and my hair's in a man bun. I actually took off ten inches so it would stay in the bun, and and I'm wearing those old man shoes that hipsters like to wear. They're like made out of tweed or something. Oh, you didn't wear Tim's, man. I don't. I don't know. They were they were twenty dollar Walmart shoes, knockoffs. <laughs> oh, there you go. Anyway, so that was my Halloween. 
And Man, the big I, thing out here in New York is the Tims, the work boots. No, no, I was not no. about to spend that much. I ended up spending almost a hundred dollars on the costume because the romper was fifty dollars on its own. And you'll never wear it again. I'll never wear it again. It was it was for a joke. <laughs> did it hurt? Did it hurt wearing all that? Could you feel your sexuality shifting? No. Oh. <laughs> It's a costume. <laughs> I don't know if it, if that were me putting all that together. Like it's bad enough. I do vape. I enjoy my vape, but it, there's the stigma that comes along with it, and I'm like, ah, definitely want to keep this at home. But uh, then you combine all of that together, I'm like, oh god. Yeah. No. It was it was for the that exact reaction to make people go. Oh, I didn't yeah. laugh about it. <laughs> well, spot on. You did good. <laughs> Actually, what the uh, the sound guy? Um, he was there when I changed into costume, and uh, he he looked at me kind of confused, and then I held up the fake vape, and he just kind of went ugh, and he walked away. Like he just left the room <laughs> for a second, and then he came back laughing. He was like, "That's what really did me in." Like the romper, I was like, "Okay, that's funny," but the you know, yeah. That's that's what really did him in. So nice. And he wasn't sure it was real until. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he, until I, I showed him, you know, I was like, oh, yeah, it's, it's just a video converter with some extra adapters. <laughs> oh, OK, I was wondering, I was like, where'd you get a bait? No, 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 no. <laughs> that would have been like two or three hundred dollars on its own. I was not about. Yeah. <laughs> aren't, aren't they like kind of expensive? What, vapes? Yeah. I mean, you can get a basic vape for about, like, a good basic vape for $40. I think that's what I spent yeah. on my last one. Yeah, but I, again, I wasn't going to use it for anything other than a costume. So, right. I'm not about to put that much. I mean, you can, here. you can even get, they make like $10 atomizers that are just single use. Once you're done with it, you throw it in recycling bin because it's all plastic. Yeah. But I, I wanted something a little more authentic looking. Yeah. But not yeah. genuine. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I, I think vaping is uh, honestly really helpful for a lot of people. There's a lot of uh, research showing that people who vape do get off of uh, cigarettes faster. So long as they, and they, you can control how much nicotine you add. Uh, but thankfully, uh, we know that. Nicotine by itself is non-carcinogenous, so I, it just it's it's all around a better alternative. Uh, so long as you're not stupid, making your own custom, playing with electricity when you don't know how the difference between a watt and a gnome. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you'll be so cool! This is gonna taste great as it explodes in your face and you have battery acid everywhere. All yeah, right. that would be good. Yeah. So that was that was Halloween on Tuesday. <laughs> nice. What did I do the week before? I don't remember. Oh yeah. So the weekend last weekend, I was working our our women's retreat. Uh, they wanted me to run tech for that because I guess it it didn't go super smoothly last year. So they're like, we want somebody whose job it is run it like all right fine and 
So that was really boring. <laughs> and long, long, boring weekend. And then Halloween on Tuesday. And then then yesterday was the the thing, the extra life. That was a lot of fun, actually. I really enjoyed that. Um, my time playing Portal, which we're talking about here. Yeah. I picked the game to play in that four hour block. Two reasons. One, I needed to play it. And two, it could be beaten in about four hours. And I actually made it all the way to outside of Gladys's chamber. Did you go back and finish it? I did not. I had time oh. today and I took a nap. <laughs> oh, why'd you do the wrong thing? Because I'm old. <laughs> I wanted ah. to be awake. Um, it was a, it was a lot of fun this weekend though. Like I was just like I sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there. No, go ahead. Like uh I cuz I played um the Doom that came out last last year. Yeah. For most of it. And I like I had downloaded and I started playing it right when the st the stream like my turn started. And I w I had like the biggest smile on my face the entire time cuz I was having so much fun just like yeah. I've never seen kills. you like, so happy. Yeah, dude, it was it was amazing. And then when it was my turn was done and it was Joel, I kept playing the game yeah. while I was in <laughs> chat. I, like I, I was just like I oh. hopped and so like everybody could hear him and he's like the whole time he's just going, Die demon, die! Oh. <laughs> like <laughs> that's not good. I mean wow. it, it's probably fine. Or Today it's I probably learned Nolan is low key so a sociopath. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even know. He, he does now, play Dark now we Souls get him. for fun. Yeah. That's true. Now all we have to do is spend about $30 and get you a good control deck and magic so you can rip on everybody's day. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's really just more masochistic than anything. I don't know. That sounds know. like he wants to inflict on others. <laughs> You are my enemy. <laughs> yeah. So I played Portal. I almost beat it. And and I had like two or three minutes left in my block. And I recognized the room. Even though I never played the game before, I recognized it. And I was like, I can't finish in two minutes. So stream over. <laughs> I like talked for another minute or two to, to end it out. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Oh man! I guess I did. there was one other thing that happened during the stream was uh, I somehow like forgot the time slot I was supposed to be streaming oh, yeah. to. So about oh, yeah. four o'clock my time, I thought I was done. I was waiting, like I was waiting to hear from Joel. I'm like, well, I guess he's waiting for me, so I'm just gonna end the stream. And like two minutes later, I realized like, wait, no, I'm supposed to go for another hour. So then I went back in it. So that was kind of kind of goofed up on that one but yeah that's okay i had a full-blown goof attack uh playing dota i just uh did you i so what you have to know is that i played dota almost religiously for about two years um between 2012 and 2014 i put in about 1500 hours into my Yikes. dota career yeah over two years um that's a lot. I could have gotten my pilot's license. A lot. 
uh, if I had the money. <laughs> I could have gotten my pilot's license. I could have had a second job. I could have I could have done so many other things. But I, I was darned and determined to go pro with this game. Unfortunately, nothing ever came of it because I didn't have local support and I didn't have uh, – I, I honestly just – did not have the dedication to seek other people out to play professionally. Uh, I organized like two or three times with different groups, but nobody was ever there, you know? Nobody could commit to the time slot each week. Mm -hmm. um, and so I hopped back into Dota after not playing for eight months or so. I was like, yeah, I'm going to have all of my senses of how to play this game. Mm-hmm. Uh -huh. Yeah, no, you're right, Anifix. That is kind of scary. Darman with a pilot license? Oh, no, we can't let him up in the air. <laughs> but, um, so I hop in, and I'm like, all right, I'll pick something easy. I'm just going to go AoE damage. Just going to play Konka, go damage, going to have fun. Uh, and, of course, they pick a, a really powerful carry mid, the Clinks. And so I got no XP, I got no gold, I got bullied out of lane. It was awful. Um, so then I picked Bloodseeker. I'm like, okay, when in doubt, go back to what you've played the most. I played over 200 games with uh, Bloodseeker. So about uh, a good 800 hours almost uh, was probably spent with Bloodseeker because I could stall a game out to two hours long if I felt like it. Um, and that went horribly. So, of course, I pick a ultra tank and from there i was able to stay alive long enough for everybody else to finish the game wow. so probably probably should have picked something a little bit more better paced rather than the speed of dota it's all good man you st you you had fun which is the important part, i did right? have fun yeah, yeah that's the important uh, part Exactly. You couldn't tell with the concerned look on my face half the time. But yeah, I had a blast. Uh, if you're, if you're having fun, people it. can tell and they'll stick around. Yeah. Oh, man. I really wish that the rest of you guys and Jimmy and everyone were into MOBAs. Because honestly, it's really fun. Even if everybody's bad, you can have fun with it. I mean, I've... I've well, not anymore. But like, I used to play... Um, what was it? Smite. Smite was a lot of fun. And that, I mean, that was on my Xbox, so that wasn't on, like, my computer. So right. it was kind of, it was very difficult to, which doesn't translate to quite the same thing. Because <laughs> I just have a laptop, it's very hard to play a lot of those games with uh, the smaller... But Smite works wooden. well on console, because it's a third-person, like, over-the-shoulder yeah. kind of thing, so... Yeah, exactly. You don't have all the... The key bindings that you do with your mouse and keyboard. <laughs> you all drop all your cooldowns real quick or something. But whatever. <clears throat> uh, so we're supposed to be talking about Portal. Um, Portal. Portal is a very simple first-person puzzle game. Um, it was developed and published by Valve. And it's, it's all about the physics. <laughs> Man, as I learned this weekend, it's... It, it's the physics in this game are kind of kind of crazy but really really good yeah oh yeah they're brain bending i don't know if you watched uh the small bit that patty and i played uh portal 2 in the co-op um 
and we we went through several of the stages together and i just had a blast going in circles like just falling infinite times just yeah. you can get yourself oh, it's fun. in an infinite loop it's um, fun you just do that the, the, the physics yes are what make the game fun fact it, during uh high school physics we were given an assignment to find a video game that exemplified good physics and i knew i knew which game i was going to pick for gravity if you use interdimensional portals things move like this and you can build your own parabola and draw lines and arcs and all this oh man oh it's kind of amazing we it really is we had a team of four people uh break down the game's code and look at some of the different modifiers and how they actually use uh 9.8 what is it 9.8 meters, meters per second per yeah yeah that's it's actually relative to everything in the game mm -hmm. so the developers put in so much time fun fact uh portal actually started as a fan project and then valve caught wind of it and snatched it up yeah because it's built in source right it was built in yeah. source, source the yeah. source 2 source uh two, yes. which uh is the same engine for most of valve's offerings of the local ip um between Team Fortress 2, the Half-Life series, and the Half-Life spin-offs. Mm -hmm. So it, yeah. it's a fantastic engine. If anybody is interested in getting their hands dirty in uh, simple game design, uh, open up Hammer and have fun. Yeah. <laughs> the Source engine is so malleable. You can make RPGs with it. You can make uh, shooters with it. it. You can do so much. It's it's really really well designed, and I'm glad Valve put in the time and the effort to to make it and and make it available so easy for people. So. Open source and free market. Yes. Bless us, red-blooded so, Americans. This particular game, Valve Boy Portal, was developed or designed by Kim Swift. Who is this person? I wasn't sure. I had not heard of her, so. Like, I don't know. It or was not a large did. team at all that uh, made the original she, portal. She's my age. Um, yeah. I mean, she's a video game designer. She works for, for Valve. Made Portal. That's all you need to know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the story was written. Uh, Nolan, you want to take the next couple names? Sure. Uh, there we go. Find the right tab. All right. It was uh, written by Eric Wolpa. I think that's it. And Chet Falizek. Falizek. And Josh, you want to take the composers? Um, I was actually start. Uh, I probably should have done this before, but I'm actually on Wikipedia. I'm trying to just like oh. absorb all of this. We information. put everything in the show notes for you. <laughs> well, yeah, that's that's one way of cheating, but it doesn't really give me a whole lot of information. You but... get all the information anyway, so like it's all the same stuff. It's just yeah, it's, the composers made, were made up of uh, Kelly Bailey and Mike Moraski, who did uh, most of the soundtrack. Uh, and then the song at the end uh, was developed by Jonathan Colton. 
Yes, and that's it's not it's not in the notes here, but that's yeah, no, that's that's my fine. contribution of trivia. So yeah, this was released uh, for Windows and the Xbox 360 in North America on October 9th, 2007, in Europe on October 18th, 2007, and in Australia on October 25th, 2007, as part of the Orange Box Collection, which contained two other gems, uh, Half-Life 2, and both Episodes 1 and 2, and Team Fortress 2, because Valve can't count to three. <laughs> It's not possible. Yeah. Not possible. <laughs> but uh, except they put three games in one box, so I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's two <laughs> plus one. one. Yeah, it's two plus one. That's all. Yeah, it's that's two plus it one. It's not three. It's not three. It's two plus one. But yeah, um, it was eventually ported to the PlayStation Three. It released on that platform in Australia on, on November twenty second, two thousand seven in Europe on November 23rd, 2007. So the next day, even though they're closer in time than we are, whatever. And then North America, December 11th, 2007. So it was only about a month later, not even two months later, it came to the PS3. And then almost almost three months, about no, about two months for North America. That's weird. Anyway, uh, made its way to Mac worldwide uh, on May 12th, 2010. Linux, uh, May 2nd, 2013, and Android operating systems, May 12th, 2014. I, I probably do, the worst version. I do have to note, though, the Android version isn't, it's not terrible. And here's why. Because, fun fact, the Android version is not really technically, I, you can't really say that it was Android. It's more of a NVIDIA uh, platform. The portal for Android was uh, developed to run on the high-end uh, NVIDIA Shield tablets and the yes. Shield Android TV. Um, and it works. It, it The game oh. so, so did not change. <laughs> Sorry? The Nintendo Switch. I mean, realistically, yeah. I could see it being ported on. Oh, my gosh. I want it ported yeah. on there for the Mo controls. That. Yeah. Like the. I need this. Fantastic. Motion you know what I don't need? I don't need it ported for Oculus. Oh, I, I don't want to throw up. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. you want to throw up. I mean, That's a good way. walking in VR is already disorienting. That's why you blink in most games. Yeah, yeah. Actually, that would be a lot of fun. No, no. <laughs> the motion's like here. Let's just jump in the hole. Ah. Uh -oh. <laughs> Did you ever see that video of the guy who had a panic attack because his friend knocked him over while he was w watching a, a roller coaster in VR? Yep. I haven't seen that. Yes. It's fantastic. It's it's hilarious and kind it's... of scary at the same time. Because the guy is genuinely so... having a panic attack. No, like, he's freaking out. Yeah. He's got the headphones Aww. on that are isolated. He's wearing the headset. And, you know, he's riding the ride. And his friend, like, pushes him. And he just goes into full-on panic mode. He's like flailing on the ground, and like the guy running the station. Oh. This is when Oculus was still in beta. Like the guy running the station is like trying to like pull the headset off of him and like calm him down. And like, yeah, it's crazy. Oof. <laughs> yeah. Oof. yeah, that's about it. That's about as uh, interesting as the guy who had a heart attack watching Pacific Rim. What? What? Yeah. What? It. What specific room? There was a movie in the, like the last five years 
that was so action-packed that somebody had a seizure or a heart attack. I, uh, look, look, I, I started getting, like, really anxious at the end of Rogue One because when Darth Vader showed up, like, my heart was literally pounding in my chest. Like, <laughs> yeah, that was that was that was yeah, super intense, very anxiety inducing. Yes, like I was just like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, it's like super scary, Darth Vader. Like he's never been more scary, and like, yeah. I mean, he's never been depicted like this. Yeah, so, uh, even in the original trilogy, yeah. he was just this very tall, luminous figure, but never like genuinely violently scary. <laughs> you yeah. weren't afraid for your life when you saw him. Yeah, the characters no, kind of yeah. showed that. But nobody had that same sense of urgency to get away. And that was one of the reasons why I think Rogue One is still one of the best oh, of the Star Wars films. Top three for sure. Yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah, like, like, so, so I meant I said that because, yeah, I've never quite gotten there, but I have definitely experienced high emotion at the movie theater. <laughs> yeah. But coming back to Portal, it was definitely. Uh, a game changer. It definitely had a huge impact and influence on the realm of video games and what you can do with a narrative. Um, for those of you that don't know and have not played the game, to put it in short form, a summary of the game, you are a test subject that has been pulled out of cryosleep uh, in an abandoned facility. The only thing that exists is you and an AI that guides you through a series of tests using, wouldn't you know, portals. And you have to finagle your way through multiple puzzles and uh, summarily end your adventure uh, in a standoff with the AI. That is the shortest summary. She tries yeah. to kill you, so you have to kill her. <laughs> you that's that's not succinct. Come on, we can phrase that better. <laughs> Put you in an oven, man. <laughs> I mean, she did promise cake. She didn't yeah. say what kind. She didn't say that you were going to be the cake. Mm, that's a twist. Yeah. Human cakes. <laughs> Get your fresh Cronenberg cake. <laughs> yeah. So. How would you describe the art style of Portal? Um, sterile. Sterile is a good place to start. I would um, say industrial. It, it's very industrial, um, especially yeah, sterile, towards right. the end. Start. It's, it's like a very clean, like hospital almost, you know, test facility. Yes. But as as the facade breaks down, you start wandering your way through this industrial building. And yeah. It, it's definitely... It, the art style is very much reminiscent of Valve and the more sort of bubbly shapes, if you will. That makes sense. Um... Everything has a very nice gloss finish to it until yeah. you get further on. Yeah. Um, the textures are very well definitive of every shape that you come across, but they still um, almost a sort of hyper-realism. 
Yeah, they were definitely going for hyperrealism. And this was, you know, 10 years ago. So obviously, hyperrealism is a lot better today. Which, by the yeah. way, this is the newest game we've done on the podcast. Um, yeah. Since our rules have changed for what classifies as a, as a classic game. I could have said that better. What are we um, calling call a classic game? game? So, 10 years uh, yeah. old. So it's 10 years or older now. Because we used to go two console generations back. But then with the mid-console update of the Switch, PS4 Pro, and Xbox One X, um, we decided to change the rules a little because the video game industry is changing. So so for those of you that haven't looked at Portal, this is a still from one of the test chambers. Um, and you can see everything is very well defined. You definitely get that industrial feel. Um, mm -hmm. But, and this is with uh, full textures and everything on the highest end. Again, this game was made in, between 2005 and 2007. Um, release in, oh, with release in 2007. So uh, you can see the sci-fi feels to it. Um, these red uh, buttons that you stand on uh, are all part of a puzzle. Uh, and it's very clear. Uh, the lines, once you see them, uh, cohere as to where you're supposed to advance through the puzzle, but you have to wrap your head around what is a three-dimensional space, and that is what Portal challenged, was how can we move in a three-dimensional space, uh, which brought on a huge onslaught of videos of people doing community uh, test simulations. Uh, basically, trial tracks where uh, almost like the original mario maker where you would have these impossible feats of yes. gravity defying oh, nonsense um i never got into those however they do exist i i really don't like some of those mario maker levels <laughs> like i but love super mario portal, world portal and, and yeah. the source engine helped make that possible, and it made Valve and many developers realize that if we can give players the tools to become creators, they can help extend the longevity of a game by three, four years. To this day, uh, Portal is still talked about in game development classes uh, throughout the country, throughout the world, as how revolutionary it was and the way that valve handled it in its ip distribution yeah and i know like the portal 2 community is still really active in making uh maps oh yeah it's crazy they make the multiplayer maps for the co-op challenges and they are phenomenal you think some of those mario maker maps are bad Oh, you have to get your speed, your arc just right. If you place that portal off by a fraction, you miss. Uh, and it's it's just as bad as counting frames in Mario Maker. Oh, gosh. I, yeah, I hate frame perfect stuff. <laughs> or pixel perfect or any of that. Yeah, pixel sense. perfect yeah. is accurate. Yeah, they, they. I one of my favorite YouTubers is a guy that almost exclusively plays ROM hacks, Super Mario World ROM hacks, and some of the pixel perfect stuff that he has to do in those games is ridiculous. And oh gosh, 
Like I, I enjoy watching other people do it, but I would never do that myself. I just, I just want to play a good game. Yeah. <laughs> Same. Yeah. I'm not like, here to prove myself. I'm not here to become a perfectionist. I'm here to, everything. right. Everybody, <laughs> what, the main things that everybody plays a game for is for a light, medium challenge, uh, hard challenge for the Dark Soul fanatics. Look at you, Nolan. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> but, it, you know, there comes a point, and uh, I realized this, especially with uh, one of our friends, uh, Lucius Hall, um, playing Cat Mario last year for oh my gosh, a light stream. The poor guy. The oh, game is fantastic. abusive it is. Uh, in its traps and its places. Like, anything like, that makes sense doesn't. If you've never played Cat Mario, you, you like... You need to look it up or play it yourself, or yeah. you've probably heard of I Want to Be the Guy because it's in that same vein. Yeah. 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 Actually, I haven't even played Cat Mario before. I've seen people play it, obviously, and I know about it, but I've never actually played it. See, I'm waiting because uh, the the levels and the patterns are still too fresh in my mind. That's part of why I, I it was difficult for me to pick a game for Extra Life because I have so many games that I've played through and. If I went back and I played one, uh, I would know how to get through all the stuff. So it's it's one of those, I'm waiting for it to uh, get out of backup memory, if you will. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I, I for I me, that's really kind of a, I can go either way on that. Like, I like playing new games because I haven't played it, and it's got that. But at the same time, it's like, if I have played it, then... I'm usually a little better at it, so it's a little more entertaining to watch rather than just me getting stuck or getting lost on something, which I got lost playing Doom. <laughs> like, honestly, like, I'm like, where am I supposed to be at? Like, this is, which is really sad when you think about that. But um, Well, at the same I mean, the new Doom was very expansive uh, with the huge, the huge maps. Uh, it was easy to get lost. Uh, I, I don't... I wouldn't say that's uh, anything to be embarrassed over. Because yeah. they made you look for those keys. Yeah. Yeah. It's now, like just, um... now, okay, so let's move on to the next. Um, the sound design of Portal, like, is, is top-notch. Like, that the voice of GLaDOS is, like, the, the perfect pitch of like creepy and yet informative <laughs> yeah like like she you you almost almost think that she's trying to help you but it's so unsettling the things she says <laughs> yeah i believe really? the the lady her name is ellen mclean yeah. yeah that sounds right um, i know it's ellen something and um it, she she was such a fantastic she Honestly, oh, did it? Oh. Ellen McLean. It is Ellen McLean. Yeah. So, tying into the story, uh, I, I feel like you can't talk about the sound design without talking about the story at the same time yeah. and the characters because everything has to tie in so well. Um, the sound design fits in with the graphic environment. Um, anything that moves moves in the way that you would expect it to and it c produces the sound 
Yeah. When you push a metal cube across the floor, it grates and grinds. Uh, I believe there's 15 different sound articles used uh, at random generation, you know, which one it plays, uh, based on how fast you hit it, how slow you hit it, you know, if you're going to grind it, it has a grinding noise. There's so much it cool changes stuff. changes depending on the surface also that you're hitting and yeah. those things. Yeah, like, between surfaces yeah. and whether or not it travels through a portal. Portals like, even. The, yeah. the portals that project, uh, coming back to my image. Oh, no, that's not actually a good image. Let me find. Uh, is there a GIF? I wonder. Yeah, but they, they, they really went out of their way to, to make it sound good. And, you know, as, as an aspiring sound engineer, like, I never once thought, oh, that doesn't sound right. Like, everything was exactly how I would have imagined it to sound in real life. If you haven't seen the portals fire, it's almost like a liquid plasma. Yeah. And it, yeah. it kind of bloops. Like, yeah. Something sort of like that with a little bit more of a substance behind it. But it, it looks like it sounds. And it just, it's the game, it was so immersive between the sound design, the AI guiding you, but at the same time, deriding you throughout the, your adventure um, that you were to be discarded at the end. All of a sudden, you meet flames, and here you hear the crackling flames. You feel like you're there. You were drawn into it. Uh, oh, man, this game was just so good. Um, yeah. There's a reason why it's so critically acclaimed. Uh, even though it was a very short game, the design and the sound development that went into it and the writing that propelled you through it uh, because it was so quick unless you can't think in a three-dimensional space in which case you you went and you found your tutorial how to get through that specific test and you moved on with your life yeah mm -hmm. uh it's talk just about music for a minute <laughs> oh the music in this game is very ambient until you get to the final boss there's only the one boss but it's it's a lot of chip tunes yeah well i mean um, it, we, for the audio version of this podcast we try to pick an opening and a closing song and yeah. <clears throat> excuse me this is patrick's game and he was like i don't even know what song to pick for the intro like uh just do still alive again <laughs> and i was like no 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 so i found the ost and i was like we're gonna do that one instead but like, yeah, which we'll talk about later. But, like, <clears throat> the songs are all very ambient and, like you said, chiptune and, like, just kind of just kind of getting you in the mood to, like, solve puzzles or to, to like, move you through the industrial complex. And, you know, definitely just, just helps fill in those empty spaces when there's not a lot of sound effects going on. And and if I mean, some people would argue, you know, if if the best thing you can say about the music is that it's ambient, then you didn't do your job right. But I think that doesn't really apply to this game. It's supposed to be ambient. You know, yeah, puzzle it, game. it definitely lent to the atmosphere. Yeah, ambient having an ambient sound is not bad by default. No, it's it. You, ambient music is done right 
when it helps you immerse yourself in the experience. And we can see cases of that throughout many different games, throughout Kirby, Mario, um, many of the iconic games, uh, such as Halo. The droning choir really lent to the mystery of what's hidden on the ring. Um, so if, if it's ambient, but propels the story, or brings you into it, I, I think you've done your job uh, as a sound music engineer. Um, yeah, definitely. So, there's a train somewhere. What would you think? There's a train is... outside my house. Nice. Yeah. I like I, trains. I can't hear it, but... Sorry. What would you... What, what do you think are some outside influences for all of these things we've discussed? Um, I mean, I, I don't know, I, man. It's like, it's kind of its own thing. I, I don't well, really. Okay. I would say that, that the GLaDOS is, uh, I, the idea is almost based on the HAL 9000 from 2001. I could agree with that. Like the very know, this computer AI. that, that, like suddenly turns malevolent and like wants to kill you, but like isn't trying super hard to kill you, just just kind of wants you dead. <laughs> wants now, to see what it would be like to kill a human being. <laughs> before I go into my answer, uh, did you find the secret areas? I found a couple. Yeah, but I you knew I had a, a limited time to finish the game because I was, uh, you know. So I, I needed to get through, and I did get stuck on quite a few puzzles. So like right. I, I wasn't really going out of my way to find them. So, so I, I, I definitely one, believe... Like, oh, there it is, and right, yeah. They were always hidden in cheeky places, and I, I definitely think that Skynet uh, was a solid influence on the design of GLaDOS, and this is revealed through uh, the secret areas with the Ratman where he, uh, if you followed Portal 2, yeah, there was a comic released that further broke down what actually happened and brought about Gladys uh, in her majesty uh, of being an AI. As it turns out, well, I can't share that, because that should be saved for the Portal 2 talk here in Five, seven years? Um, yeah, it'll be about seven years before we can get to it. <laughs> oh, yeah. By the ten years. Right, right after Dark Souls. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, we'll we'll definitely do Demon no. Souls before we do Dark Souls, though. We have to. Yeah. But oh, we, well, yeah. We but that, also that's do so... other Mega Man games, I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Let's talk... <laughs> Boy, one. when we talk about Mega Man Battle Network, you know who to call. For sure. Yeah, because I'll step out for that one because I really have no interest in those games. I played the first one. And that's that's about it. It's two RPG. Oh, man. Two so, RPG. Yeah. Well, it's it's very yeah. it, it's very RPG esque. Well, there's. I mean, the the battle aspect, like, whoop, it, here's your level, and yeah, you're on yeah. this side. You're on this side. I, I, I enjoyed the tactical stage. No, it's I, it's enjoyable. Mega Man is running gun for me. Like, I just I can't I can't do it. <laughs> Oh. So we were talking about the 
sound design and well, the story. We're talking about presentation in general. Um, we we tend to mash up these two segments of presentation and impact um, when we're talking about you know art and sound and music and all that stuff. It definitely. Um, I think the biggest thing uh, that helped drive portal was its viralness uh yeah. its viral value because you had a very quirky ai that says the most smart-lipped comments you could think of and mm -hmm. very derogatory and almost derisive tones could you imagine just somebody talking to you like this for hours and then calling get, you a moron get pretty annoying it would get pretty annoying, wouldn't it? Mm -hmm. But then she tells you there's cake at the end, so you're okay. <laughs> Literally. It's like, oh, there's cake. Okay, it's fine. You're doing science a good work. We're back with the radio voice that Joel <laughs> really does not enjoy. <laughs> nope. 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 Um, uh, yeah, the, this is one of those first like viral video games the cake is a lie yeah. uh still echoes in the minds of the old memers if you will i don't like the same yeah. generation of memes but that's a whole different topic for a that different what this podcast, podcast is about <laughs> that's it yeah that's the original it. memers podcast no i'm diamond here reporting on the 2007 meme war that's not. <laughs> That's not. It goes yeah, to no, very dark places. Like, if you go to Steam and you, you know, find Portal and you look at games that are influenced by Portal, you, I mean, I'm just curious actually to know the exact number, but like, you will find a couple hundred other games that are first person puzzle games or mm -hmm. that are physics based puzzle games. And these were things that didn't really exist before 2007. Like there yep. might have been one or two, but most notably among those was the yeah. ball, which was set in a sort of Mayan temple with sort of the same physics ideas as Portal, using uh, generated objects in your environment to hold levers down, uh, and ball mechanics as opposed to portal mechanics. Um, and there, it's funny you mentioned that because with the up oncoming release of Portal 2, there was a bundle called the Potato Sack Bundle, which was all source games that were inspired or had something to do with the upcoming Portal 2 release. And many of the games in that bundle, let me look it up, because uh, there's a lot of games that you might recognize. Potato sack bundle. Yeah. Um, News. The potatoes. The potato sack pack. Um, there were. Th it was a collection of indie games. Uh, a lot of different puzzles. Uh, most notably, you have Audio Surf. You have Amnesia: The Dark Descent. Well. Killing Floor, The Ball, and The Wonderful End of the World. Uh, one, two, three. Kick it. Ah, uh, reckless disregard for gravity, uh, bit trip, um, rush, super meat boy was even included in this bundle. Wow. So there's a lot of different games that 
inspired and was inspired by Portal. Uh, this uh, this specific bundle was released on April 1st of 2011, uh, and it was the first of many different uh, VR what do you call it? Easter eggs, if you will, leading up to the Portal 2 release. There was a whole uh, game that Valve was playing with the whole user base trying to keep Portal 2 secret and hidden. Um, I, I distinctly remember those times in high school uh, trying to figure out, okay, is this related? It's almost like, uh, is this a JoJo's reference? <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. It, it was like that, but for Portal, you know? Yep. So uh, it, just Portal rocked the world of how to tell a story well with a game with just as high quality gameplay. And I think that's really, if you had to boil everything down, Portal is that important to the history of video games and even software development. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because like, it was so popular. I'm sure there were plenty of, of like young gamers who were thinking about designing video games and it comes with the SDK like, so you just design your own things and, you know, inspired them to become a game designer. Actually, uh, one of my friends in high school went on. He works at Valve now as a professional modeler because of his contributions to the community uh, between Team Fortress 2 and, um, and Portal. He built several wow. solid maps, very well designed, uh, and he built hats. He eventually went on to make models and different skins for the Dota 2 characters. Uh, he was at 16. He was making 33K annually. He Not bought bad. his Alienware computer and everything. I don't know if I'm still friends with him on Facebook, but uh, probably not. So. Uh, bit of real-world impact there, you have for Absolutely. Um, yeah. You know, there's just so... Uh, it, it created so many opportunities. It, it's just so good. It's so good. I, I, I could sit here and cry about how good Portal is if you if I took the time to think about its impact. Yeah. So, um, I mean, just could, could you share something a little more personal? So, my... I, I was always behind the curve of picking up games when they were popular. I, I waited until Portal... Uh, I got Portal, actually, from the test... In, uh, there was a promotional done in uh, concordance with... Or conjunction is what I'm looking for. With a whole bunch of schools, and they made Portal free for three days. Everybody on Steam could get a copy of it, and there was a follow-along tutorial on how to build a map in Hammer. Um, I wasn't as concerned about that. I was like, hey, it's a free game. Uh, and so I got all of my friends to download it, and we had a blast going through uh, trying to figure out the puzzles sitting in my friend's basement. Um, I was definitely one of the last ones to get through it all, but... Uh, it was one of those kind of bonding thing 
that everybody finally had it and we could get together and play it. My, I had the biggest struggle with the seventh chamber, I think. Because you have to go up three platforms, and if you didn't time your portals right, you weren't going to make it. Oh, and you got to do the, yeah. Yeah, and you have to go, it's a one constant stream of motion, and if you can't, if you didn't have your mouse sensitivity set high enough, you're, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Back when computers were still very fickle, you couldn't change that very easily. Yeah. Gotta love the PC Master Race. Anyway, oh, um... Yeah, we figured it out. Figured yeah. Um, That's why we're the most How has this game impacted you personally? Um, so... I am not a PC gamer. I can say that. I have, I did not There's grow up no playing games. I'm not really either. I just happen to enjoy like, a few PC games. I, and that's it. It's like literally because, uh, yeah. So when I finally got my own computer, though, like in, see, the tail end of high school for me, um, you know, one of the first things was like I got Steam just because I'm like, oh, yeah, I got a computer now. I can play games. So I got that. And the first thing I bought, and I checked this like when Patrick picked the game, like thing I think it was, and it was uh, it was the first thing I bought when I got Steam was Portal, because I had seen other people do it, and it just looked it looked really cool, you know. So I go and play it, and it's a lot of fun because I like kind of like puzzles and stuff like that. And I mean, none of them were too difficult. I think the second to last one, it took me a little while. Like you're in that room, and you got to do. It's the, it's that huge one. I, you know what I mean. If you've played it, you you know what. Yeah. That one that I was stuck on for a long time. Uh yeah, that one actually yeah, yeah, yeah. that one exactly. Yeah. And then um, Gosh. I had an issue with the last one. It's a very simple thing. What you're supposed to do, you're supposed to put a portal at the end of that little tiny crawl space. And a portal somewhere else. And I couldn't get it to work. I don't know if I was just having... If it was me not being able to understand that's what I had to do. Or if it was glitching out because I couldn't get it to work. So I took like the chairs that are right there. And I had like five chairs. And I like crouch jump. And I have to like crouch jump like this gap to get in there. And it took me like an, an hour to do it. And I finally got in there and I realized that, you know... Oh wait, no, I'm just supposed to shoot in the side here and then I'm fine but like <laughs> I was just like literally making the hardest possible thing because I saw the someone do it, like, it. Yeah. and that's I do that a lot yeah I, but, I, uh, I did that a few, but I, I thankfully <laughs> the chat helped me when I started overthinking things they're like no 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 look up or yeah, yeah. go around go back to the fan so stuff like that you know I did I, I did jump on Jenny a little bit when she was like trying to tell me how to solve a puzzle I was like please no backseat gaming <laughs> yeah, I was there for that one. <laughs> I really don't like backseat gaming. Like, I don't care if, if I'm like really struggling and you give me a hint, but like if you if you tell me exactly what to do, like oh my gosh, that's not, yeah, that's not a lot. Anifix has a question in the uh, the live chat. Did any of us play the Flash version of Portal? I, I played. Know. I didn't know there there, there have been several iterations of uh, Flash Portal. I played the Mario Portal with several friends and it was so much fun. I heard uh, about this. 
yes, it was a, you had to install your own native client and everything. Um, because you couldn't play it in the web browser because too many key presses. Really well, it did, and it was great because you could mess with your friends and drop yes. them in pits. It was so much fun. Oh gosh! On the wall. Oh my gosh! I'm looking about at that until you mentioned it just now. We need to stream it. I'm looking at this Who's right now. Like, wow. Hold on. Wait. Could you play that over the net? Hold on. Mario Portal. Well, I mean, the Flash one. I'm like, huh. Anyway. Interesting. Um, yeah. Okay. So, so was that your story, Nolan? Yeah, it was literally like me okay. having, so, I'm overthinking it and having to jump on The personal chair. impact that this has had on me is uh, this was the first Steam game I ever bought also. But I actually bought a physical copy of the Orange Box. I think I said this last podcast. Um, not knowing that even if you had the physical copy, you still needed to download Steam. <laughs> so yeah. it didn't do me any good to have the physical, but I've got it somewhere in a box and I totally forgot to pull it out to show everybody that I have a physical copy of the PC version of the orange box. But uh, yeah, and it was one of the first games that I installed and, and it just kind of sat there and I never played it. And apparently when I booted it up, I guess my nephew played it for a bit because I had 79 minutes on on record. I was like, I'm pretty sure I didn't let it sit for an hour and a half doing nothing. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I played through this game uh, just yesterday for the first time, and I had a blast, and I really want to go back and finish. Um you should do that as soon as we're done with yeah. this. Just I, I kind of go. have a volleyball game to get to, so I don't know if I will. I keep forgetting. There's like a three-hour time difference between yeah. us. It's <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's like six o'clock here. The sun just barely set, like, yeah. especially with the time change. <laughs> yeah, oh, man, it's been dark here since like four thirty. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's awful. Sunset an hour ago. Yeah, so it's dark now, but um. But uh, yeah, uh, where was I going with this? Places. Yeah, I um, I really, really enjoyed this game, and I'm sorry that I I waited ten years to play it because I heard about it ten years ago. Um, a friend of mine had uh had the first iPhone 3G, and um, so I guess it wasn't the first iPhone, but you know, back when the <laughs> 3G was new, um, yeah, and like he had heard that you could you could crack it. And so he did and installed a, a portal pack on it. And so all of his his different text tones, and this is before you can, you know, personalize iPhones. So all of his different text tones and everything were were different sounds made by GLaDOS and uh, the turrets. So like, are you still there? Is like burned in my memory from this guy. And it's just it's it's uh, or like, uh, gosh, just a weird, creepy thing. Oh. Yeah. Hello. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just like all those things. Or, or, make. They're so cute, but deadly. My favorite line by GLaDOS is, you know, the Enrichment Center would like to remind you that the incoming uh, weighted companion cube will not stab you and in fact cannot speak. 
or something like that. And like that was one of the text tones. That, <laughs> do you know the exact line? Yeah, and I know the reason behind it. Yeah, yeah, I know, yeah. I know, I know. The really? lore is really messed up in this game. There's yeah. people in there. I know. There's a person in that companion cube. It's the only one with the heart on it for that reason. Yeah. You, you incinerated your buddy. But, you, know. you incinerated the guy that saved you. Yep. Tiny box Tim. The <laughs> rat man. I mean, the box is definitely big enough to fit a human body in it. Yeah, there, yeah, that's why, and that was a huge point of contention in the community for years. Like, what is with this companion cube? What is it really? And then they came out and made the comic, and they confirmed that it was a person inside there, the same guy that wrote all the secret areas. Yeah, uh, about explaining like she's trying to kill you. Get out! And she trapped him, and had you kill him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he was really mostly already dead inside. So yeah. no, he, he was Schrodinger's he rat. He justified as a mercy killing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It reminds me, I actually was uh, on Facebook the other day going through Plato memes and Socrates memes. Uh, there's a tie-in here. <laughs> <laughs> and so we go on. I to die and you to live. Which one is better? God only knows. Yes, that, that famous painting where he's holding the cup aloft. Uh, oh, right. He's yeah. about to drink the poison. Check. Yep. Yep. Anyway. Um, That's a cool glass with a mustache on it. Yeah, like this that. was given to me by my ex-girlfriend's friend um, ex as a Hanukkah gift. Okay. not Jewish. We just decided to celebrate Hanukkah that year. That's um, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> So, uh, we've talked about pretty much the entire game. Um, yeah. So, this is the part of the show where we try and guess a Metacritic score. Um, normally, Patrick would know the score, and we would try and guess it, but Patrick's not here, so I kind of took over. So, I know the Metacritic score, and you two need to guess it, and this is Price is Right style. We're going to start off with our guest. So, um, let me go back a sec. Price is Right style, closest <laughs> without going over. If you go over, you're out. If you both go over, you try again. So, um, and this is out of 100, for those of you who don't know how Metacritic scores things. Now, is this on release or current Metacritic score? This is the current Metacritic score. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> let me just confirm, because I did see it on the Steam store, but I just want to confirm. Uh, you're not allowed to look it up. Yeah. Just yeah, I'm. you can see me trying really hard not to look at it. Mm -hmm. um, I want to say... That it's 88. I would put it higher, but 88. Is oh, that's what I was going to say. Okay. Um, I don't really want to go much higher than that. 89. I'll be that guy. Okay. Well, I think Nolan wins because it's listed at 90. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay, I'm like, I don't want to go really high because I don't think. Yeah, so that's the like, PC okay. version, by the way. That's that's the current? That's the current Metacritic score. Was um, there a Metacritic score for release? I don't know if it um, goes back that far or if they I, I don't time capture. filter it like that. Um, I don't know if it does. Based on 27 critics, um, 
they usually all come out right away. It's very rarely do later do people on Metacritic actually have their their scores released later. Um, so it probably is pretty close to like at the time. Date. Um, of course, IGN gave it an eighty-two. <laughs> yeah, because um, users gave it a nine point two. Yeah, it's um, weird. The critics are actually out of a hundred, but the users are out of ten. I don't get it. Just, just it's essentially the it. same. It's the same thing when you have yeah, like point something. Then yeah. it's like well, <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. So the IGN review came out two days after release. It'd be interesting to see. No, on release. Uh, current game reviewers go back uh, so the latest critic review uh was by adventure gamers they gave it a 90 and page with load i would be able to tell you when the publication date was and it is may 12th 2008 so these are pretty much all like all the within the pro critics were like within a year of the initial release Wow. Okay. I wonder how I again. I I'll I'll say it again. I'm curious how current critics would look at it. Yeah, it'd probably be higher. I imagine. I mean, I don't know because I know a lot of people. Oh, hold up. Uh, I I'm scrolling through a list. 2009. Uh oh, this is a user list. Yeah. No, I went by critic score by date. And I'm, I guess I'm, I'm assuming they're listing them from oldest to newest. And the one at the bottom right. was, was the one by Adventure Gamers. Um, lowest in the critics list looks to be an 82 by IGN. Yep. 80, wow. 80 by Ace Games. Who's that? <laughs> Never heard of him. There's oh, also yeah, a see, group called by Ace Games. Okay. There's another one called Four Fat Chicks. They yeah, gave it a hundred. Yeah. Armchair. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so. Wow. I mean, I, I, it, I'm glad to see that critics at the time realized its potential just as much as everybody else did. Yeah. Yeah. They got it right. <laughs> so. All right. Well, congratulations, Nolan. You get no prize. Um, so you get a round of on. It's about the uh, same as when I actually when I got the number on the dot for some. Oh yeah, you got it on the dot, and I'm pretty sure that was Patrick wasn't here for that. It was. Yeah. Uh, I, I think he was there. Was he? Because oh. I think I it was we, his game. We tend to do better when he's not here. Yeah, <laughs> we really do. Funny that. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, so I guess it's my turn to pick a game, and like usual, I forgot to pick a game. Mm -hmm. um, so you guys just talk about things for a minute. So we should totally have several things happen. Number one, we all need to go through and play the Mega Man Battle Network games. Number two, mm -hmm. we should uh, have a portal night. I'm, I'm trying to install the Mario Portal right now. Right now? <laughs> yeah, because it's just a WinZip file. I'm trying to see if there's network play. Yeah, yeah. Extract. 
because it, it supported multiple players. It opens up with uh, <laughs> GLaDOS is uh, okay. So how looks like you can only add players local. Mm. But it does support multiple controllers. Oh man, I'm gonna have to remember this the next time we have a get together, either at Jimmy's or at somebody's place. Uh, that game's too new. Okay, I'd be down. It's a really good game. Here, let me share this with you. Let me. Can I make this? Ooh, how old screen? is that game? Probably. Hold on. Take a look at this. Uh, not old enough. This is the thing that I've been talking about, and I'm going to make this the thing that everybody sees. So you can go through, you can choose different hats. There's a cat and a hat hat to help differentiate who's who. Uh, super basic, basic controls. It is um, So go down to one player. Oh, uh, that's not the button I wanted. Did I press space? Thank you, Patrick, for changing the rules. <laughs> How do I... Oh, there we go. There we go. Do you guys hear the sound? No. no. Uh, oh, I have the, uh... seen this. Yeah. I, think I, know. I have seen this. That's right. Okay, so I've got a game. You got a game? Welcome okay. to 20 Questions, the part of the show where I pick a game and these two guys have 20 questions, 20 yes or no questions to try and figure out what the game is. Um, so this is just for fun, because if they don't get in 20 questions, I still reveal the game and we still play it and discuss it in two weeks. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> never thought about like consequences of losing the game until just now. We've been playing this We should make years. those consequences... Donate $5 to Extra Life. Mm. All right. I would lose so much money. So um, we're going to start with our guest. Um, we usually go in order of, of like who picks the game. The order is Patrick, me, Nolan, I think. Yeah, because Patrick, yeah. Yeah. Okay. But we're going to go, we're going to alternate between Josh and Nolan. So Works Josh, you get the first question. Was it published under Nintendo? Yes. Okay. You know me too well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, uh, it's always see. a good start. Yeah. Let's see. Um, I like to ask super weird questions. I do. And sometimes it's actually useful is the, is sometimes. the funny part. It, sometimes, sometimes, sometimes it's super, <laughs> totally always useful. Um, <clears throat> okay, so it's Nintendo. So, in this game... Uh, You know, I've used this one before. Uh, do you play as some kind of anthropomorphic animal that can shoot things? <laughs> That's so awfully specific. You can't make it that It specific. worked no. once. And it took like no. five questions. It was like... too specific. <laughs> anthropomorphic <laughs> animal that shoots things. Yes. Uh, I'm trying to think of a Nintendo character that's like that. I feel like there's one, but actually, you know what? That's not Nintendo, so that doesn't... Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I mean, yeah. like Ratchet. I'm like Ratchet wait, from Ratchet yeah, and Clank is an anthropomorphic animal that shoots things. Oh yeah. Okay, that's. Um. Anyway, you really asking that if you knew from Nintendo? Um. I forgot, and it's usually it's a joke thing that I just do. Yeah, his questions so. are usually just throwaway. Yeah, the first, first one's one. usually a throwaway. Is it in the action genre? Uh, Let me rephrase that. Let me rephrase. Is it a side-scroller? No. Okay, that narrows down a lot. Uh, was this game released uh, prior to January 1st, 2000? Prior? No. Okay. So it's between 2000 and 2007. Yeah. Was that your question? That is not my question. I'm confirming that that's that a statement. That's a statement. Yeah. That's a statement. <laughs> I could have been super mean and just been like, no, Nolan, what's your question? <laughs> uh, yeah. Wait. So, oh, no, it's, it's on me, I think. Um, yes, it's on you. Is it puzzle oriented? Uh, that's not the main mechanic. <laughs> no. There definitely are puzzles in this, but that's not the main mechanic. <clears throat> okay, so I think I have. I think I and fix it can't be Star Fox because there are no anthropomorphic <laughs> shooting animals. That's what it would be. Star Fox oh, is full. no. Okay. Um, sorry, I don't think of flying in a spaceship <laughs> shooting things like as an uh, assault. Things, but it is technically you are yes. Yeah, assault. Oh my gosh, I have to go get a copy of Assault. That game was oh so good. So um, quick side thing. I was going through like video games released in 2000 for what I was going to pick. And I think I may have found what Joel's is. <laughs> I'm not entirely oh. sure based on certain things. Um, Let's try and narrow it down. Do you play in space? Yes. Yeah, okay. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I know what this is. Uh. <laughs> uh. Was it on GameCube? No. Yes. Well, oh no, I'm sorry. Ha, no, it was not. Okay, so that narrows down the time frame even more. It does. In fact, I believe this game came out in 2007. That's not my question. <clears throat> 2007? That would be outside of the time frame. Nah, 10 years ago. Oh. Yeah. So... Is this, in fact, question. Super Mario Galaxy? Yes. Yeah. So, okay. Ooh! What today <laughs> is the 10-year North yeah. American release anniversary? So I'm scrolling through. I see November 12th, Super Mario Galaxy. I'm like, yeah. I know what he so picked. We're, we're going to reconvene in two weeks with Patrick here, hopefully. And which so we'll be one week wants. late of the anniversary, which is fine. Exactly. Um, it's fine. But yeah, so this game, so I picked Super Mario Galaxy because Super Mario Odyssey just came out and it's 10 years old next week in North mm -hmm. America. It's technically already 10 years old in Japan. How many questions um, did we get through? What? How many questions uh, was that? That was, that was my eight. third question, I think. That was your fourth question. It was eight. Is it fourth? Wow. You got an eight. That's pretty good. Yeah, okay. you, that's pretty good. Because you had a really good opener, job. <laughs> yeah. All yeah. tricks I asked for, I thought, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the right. first, the first thing is always trying to figure out the publisher. Um, um, I try and narrow it down to like time frame, and then go with like console, and then like 
Yeah. Because you can't just say a Nintendo console because like there's too many. Even though there were two console generations (laughs) before the NES, like nobody plays those games. So why pick them? (laughs) Well, I mean, the whatever the Wario game is on the um, Virtual Boy is definitely a valid answer. This is true, although Mm -hmm. nobody bought a Virtual Boy. Man, how much does a Virtual Boy go for? Time to eBay. A Uh, lot. More than you'd imagine, because yeah. nobody wants them. It's that whole supply and demand. Uh, Hyper Fighting, which is Street Fighter for the Virtual Boy in box. Hey, uh, Four fifty. Hmm. Um. Uh, Nintendo Virtual Boy Red console, complete in box with ten games, including Tetris. Five forty-five. You know what? That's actually not too bad. I, I was expecting more, actually. Well, because it's coming with ten games, ten cards. Here's here's a used one. Comes with one game and, and a controller, no box. It's obviously Mario Tennis. Um, Get six free Duracell batteries by registering this product. That's awesome. Are you kidding me? This thing needed batteries. Yeah, it was supposed to be a portable, but it ended up being too heavy. This might yeah. be worth taking a small loan out for. Mm-hmm. Just to have it. Don't go into debt to buy a video. <laughs> yeah, don't, not, not for a virtual boy. Not <laughs> worth it. All right, so um, I think that's going to do it for this episode of the Original Gamers podcast. Um, Nolan, go ahead and... No, Josh, you're our guest. Ah, so we should start with you. Go ahead and tell us where we can find you on the internet. You can find me on Facebook. Follow my send me a friend request. I need friends. Uh, it's Joshua Otte, O T T E. Go ahead and find me, or you can search Darman two one three for my. That's uh, uh, my nickname on Facebook. Uh, that is the number one place to find me and my shenanigans. Okay, Nolan, where can we find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me at baseman two one four. Baseman two one four nine one or icy white falcon on um, their Twitch, Twitter, Instagram, uh, uh, Pinterest. You can check out all of the Dark Souls thing I have on there. That's really funny. Um, yeah. Uh, what else? Uh, Steam on Xbox. It's various thing. I mean, I. It's usually me. It's one of those three things. It's usually got my face. Awesome. Or some kind of approximation of my face. <laughs> so anywhere you can find me on the internet, you can find me under Obi Watt Kenobi. The best places to look would be Twitch, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, uh, Nintendo PSN, and Steam. Um, you can find our other host, Patrick, uh, at facebook.com slash Patrick Allen Ryan on Twitter at Patrick Proper or at Salty Luchidork, his alter ego that he rarely tweets with. That is very salty. Anyway, um, find him on Twitch at uh, twitch.tv slash hugecowpatty, crossforgegaming.com, which is our parent company of uh, Original Gamers Podcast. Um, we are the Original Gamers Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at officialogcast, on Twitch at twitch.tv slash original gamers podcast and on Instagram under official.ogcast. Uh, we're always looking for other games to play, so you can go ahead and tweet at us. 
Um, and for the audio version of this podcast, the intro song was Subject Name Here, which I think is a very good opening. Um, I even included a link for Patty to find later. And uh, of course, we're going to end this podcast with the classic Still Alive. So thanks for watching or listening and be good humans. Bye, everybody. Bye now. Satisfaction. Aperture science. We do what we must because we can. For the good of all of us, except the ones who are dead. But there's no sense crying over every mistake. You just keep on trying till you run out of cake. And the science gets done, and you make a neat plan for the people who are still alive. I'm not even angry. I'm being so sincere right now. Even though you broke my heart and killed me, I'm torn into pieces and threw every piece into a fire. As they burned, it hurt because I was so happy for you. Now these coins of data make a beautiful. Black Mesa That was a joke